Hello, hello, hello. It is God is Good Radio. I am Chris Weld. How are you doing? So we are going to continue on in Book of Mormon stories. Um, there's 54 chapters and an introduction. Uh, so we're going to read the introduction and the first five chapters. And well, actually we're not going to read the introduction because it basically says this was written about uh, real people that lived in a real place. We already know that's not, you know, necessarily the case, but they're presenting this to LDS children and whatnot. So, um, we're going to start with chapter one, how we got the Book of Mormon. We're going to read the first five chapters of this Book of Mormon story. So, how we got the Book of Mormon. When Joseph Smith was 14 years old, many churches were claiming to be true. He did not know which one to join. One day, Joseph read James 1.5 in the Bible. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Joseph needed to know which church was right, so he decided to ask God. On a spring morning, Joseph went into the woods near his home to pray. As he knelt down and started to pray, Satan tried to stop him. Joseph prayed harder, asking Heavenly Father for help. Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ came to Joseph in a pillar of light. Heavenly Father pointed to Jesus and said, This is my beloved Son. Hear him. Joseph asked which church he should join. Jesus told him not to join any of them because they were all wrong. When Joseph told some people what he had seen and heard, they laughed at him. The leaders of many local churches persecuted him. Three years went by. One night, Joseph was praying to be forgiven of his sins and to know what he should do. An angel named Moroni appeared and told Joseph that a book was written that was written on gold told Joseph about a book that was written on gold plates. Joseph was to translate these plates into English. After Moroni left, Joseph thought about what Moroni had told him. Moroni came back two more times that night. The next day, Joseph went to the top of the hill Cumorah, which he had seen in a vision. There he found a big rock. He pried the rock up with a stick. Beneath the rock was a stone box. As Joseph looked into the box, he saw the gold plates. Moroni appeared and told Joseph not to take the plates, but to come back on the same day for e uh, same day each year for four years. Each time Joseph went, Moroni taught him. After four years, Joseph was finally allowed to take the gold plates. He used the Urim and Thummim to translate some of them. Scribes helped Joseph by writing the words as he translated them from the gold plates. Now, I just got to say here, uh, most accounts you will read of how these plates are translated, he actually doesn't use the plates at all, which is strange. Um, he takes a seer stone, puts it into a top hat, and puts his face into the hat and by the power of God the words uh, the English words um, appear and he told the scribe what to write and the scribe wrote it so it's very possible that this story all came out of his head but then at the same time you think he never had anything read back to him and he always picked up right from where he was so there's you know there's two sides to every story so anyways 
Joseph took the translated words to a printer and then and had them made into a book. The book is called the Book of Mormon. It tells people who lived it tells about people who lived in America many years ago. It also tells about Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And this is what it says. Chapter 2, Lehi warns the people. Most of the people living in Jerusalem 600 years before the birth of Christ were wicked. God sent prophets to tell them to repent, but they would not listen. Lehi was a prophet. He prayed that the people would repent. While he was praying, a pillar of fire appeared. God told and showed Lehi many things. Lehi returned home and had a vision. He saw God surrounded by many angels. The angels were singing and praising God. In, a, in his vision, Lehi was given a book that told him that told what would happen in the future. He read that Jerusalem would be destroyed because the people were wicked. Lehi told the people that Jerusalem would be destroyed. He also told of the coming of Jesus. The people were angry and tried to kill Lehi, but the Lord protected him. Chapter 3. Lehi Leaves Jerusalem The Lord was pleased with Lehi and one night spoke to him in a dream. He told Lehi to take his family and leave Jerusalem. Lehi obeyed the Lord. Lehi's family packed food in tents. They left their house and their gold and silver and traveled into the wilderness. Lehi, left, Lehi and his wife, Sariah, had um, four sons. Their names were Laman, Lemuel, Sam, and Nephi. After traveling for three days, Lehi's family camped in a valley near a river. Lehi built an altar of stones and made an offering to God. He thanked God for saving his family from being destroyed. Lehi named the river Laman and the valley Lemuel. Lehi wanted his sons to be like the river and valley, continually flowing to God and steadfastly keeping the commandments. Laman and Lemuel thought their father was foolish for leaving Jerusalem and their riches. They did not believe that Jerusalem would be destroyed. Nephi wanted to understand the things Lehi had seen. He prayed to know if his father had done the right thing by leaving Jerusalem. Jesus Christ visited Nephi and told him that Lehi's words were true. Nephi believed and did not rebel as Laman and Lemuel did. Nephi told his brothers that Jesus, what Jesus had told him. Sam believed Nephi, but Laman and Lemuel would not believe. The Lord promised Nephi that he would be blessed because of his faith. He would become a leader over his brothers. Chapter 4. The Brass Plates Lehi told Nephi that the Lord wanted him and his brothers to go back to Jerusalem. They were to get the brass plates from a man named Laban. The brass plates were important records. They told about Lehi's forefathers and contained the words of God revealed through the prophets. Laman and Lemuel did not want to return to get the brass plates. They said it would be too hard to do. They did not have faith in the Lord. Nephi wanted to obey the Lord. He knew the Lord would help him and his brothers get the brass plates from Laban. Laman, Lemuel, Sam, and Nephi traveled back to Jerusalem to get the brass plates. Laman and Laban, Lam, Laman went to Laban and asked him for the plates. Laban was angry and would not give Laman the brass plates. Laban wanted to kill Laman, but Laman escaped. Laman told his brothers what had happened. 
He was afraid and wanting to give up and go back to their father in the wilderness. Nephi said they could not return without the brass plates. He told his brothers to have more faith in the Lord and they would be able to get the brass plates. Nephi and his brothers went to their old home in Jerusalem and gathered their gold and silver to exchange for the plates. They showed Laban their riches and offered to trade them for the plates. When Laban saw their gold and silver, he wanted it for himself and threw them out. Laban told his men to kill Lehi's sons. Nephi and his brothers ran and hid in a cave. Laban kept their gold and silver. Laman and Lemuel were angry with Nephi. They beat Nephi with a, and Sam with a stick. An angel appeared and told Laman and Lemuel to stop. He said the Lord would help them get the plates. He also said Nephi would become a leader over his brothers. Nephi told his brothers to have faith in the Lord and not be afraid of Laban and his men. Nephi encouraged his brothers to go back to Jerusalem. That night, Nephi's brothers hid outside the city wall while Nephi sneaked inside. He walked toward Laban's house. As Nephi got close to Laban's house, he saw a drunk man lying on the ground. It was Laban. Nephi saw Laban's sword. He picked it up, and the Holy Ghost told Nephi to kill Laban, but Nephi did not want to kill him. The Holy Ghost again told Nephi to kill Laban so Nephi could get the brass plates. Lehi's family needed the plates so they could learn the gospel. Nephi obeyed the Holy Ghost and killed Laban. Nephi then put on Laban's clothes and armor. Nephi went into Laban's house and was met by Zoram, Laban's servant. Nephi looked and sounded just like Laban. He told Zoram to get the brass plates. Zoram thought Nephi was Laban, so he gave him the plates. Nephi told Zoram to follow him. Laman, Lemuel, and Sam saw Nephi coming and were scared. They thought he was Laban. They started to run away, but stopped when Nephi called to them. Then Zoram realized that Nephi was not Laban, and he tried to run. Nephi caught Zoram and promised not to harm him if he would go with Nephi into the wilderness. Zoram agreed. Nephi and his brothers took Zoram and the brass plates and returned to Lehi and Sariah. They gave the brass plates to Lehi. He and Sariah were happy their sons were safe. They all rejoiced and thanked God. Lehi read the brass plates. They told about Adam and Eve and the creation of the world. They contained the words of many prophets. Lehi and Nephi were happy because they had obeyed the Lord and they had been able to get the brass plates. Lehi's family packed the brass plates to take with them on their journey so they could teach their children the commandments recorded on the plates. And that brings us to chapter 5, which is the last chapter we are going to read from in this particular episode of God is Good Radio, which is Traveling in the Wilderness. The Lord wanted Lehi's sons to have wives who would teach their children the gospel. He told Lehi to send his sons back to Jerusalem to get Ishmael's family. Now see, Ishmael is this character that kind of just pops up. And when you're reading the actual Book of Mormon, it feels like this too. Like Ishmael just kind of pops up. You don't really know who he is. He just kind of pops up. Let's read the actual scripture and see. Um, and I know that you might know that after my father Lehi had made an end of prophesying concerning his seed, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto him again, saying that it was not meet for him, Lehi, 
that he should take his family into the wilderness alone, but his sons should take daughters to wives, that they might raise seed up unto the Lord in the land of promise. It came to pass that the Lord commanded him that I, Nephi, and my brethren should return unto the land of Jerusalem, bringing down Ishmael and his family into the wilderness. It never says who Ishmael is. Nephi and his brothers returned to Jerusalem and told Ishmael what the Lord wanted him to do. Ishmael believed him. He and his family went with Lehi's sons. While they were traveling in the wilderness, Laman and Lemuel and some of Ishmael's family became angry. They wanted to go back to Jerusalem. Nephi reminded Laman and Lemuel of all the Lord had done for them. He told them to have a greater faith. And they were angry at Nephi, and didn't, but did not go back to Jerusalem. Nephi, his brothers, and Zoram later married Ishmael's daughters. The Lord told Lehi to continue his journey. The next morning, Lehi found a brass ball called the Leahona outside his tent. It pointed the way to go in the wilderness. Lehi's family gathered food and seeds and packed their tents. They traveled through the wilderness for many days, following the directions of the Leahona. Nephi and his brothers used bows and arrows to hunt for food as they traveled. Nephi's steel bow broke, but his brother's bows lost their strength, and his brother's bows lost their strength. The brothers could not kill any animals, so everyone was hungry. Laman and Lemuel were angry. Nephi made a wooden bow and asked his father where to hunt. Lehi received directions from the Leahona. Nephi followed the directions and found some animals. The Leahona worked only when Lehi's family was faithful, diligent, and obedient. Nephi returned with the animals he had found. Everyone was happy to get food. They were sorry they had been angry, and they thanked God for blessing them. Traveling was not easy. Often Lehi's family was tired, hungry, and thirsty. Ishmael died, and his daughters were sad. They complained against Lehi. Laman and Lemuel also complained. They did not believe that the Lord had spoken to Nephi. They wanted to kill Lehi and Nephi and return to Jerusalem. The voice of the Lord spoke to Laman and Lemuel and told them not to be angry with Lehi and Nephi. Laman and Lemuel repented. Lehi's family continued a difficult journey. God helped them and strengthened them. Children were born. Lehi and Sariah had two more sons named Jacob and Joseph. After traveling in the wilderness for eight years, Lehi's family arrived at the seashore. There they found fruit and honey. They called the place Bountiful. So that's essentially uh, the beginning of the Book of Mormon up to 1 Nephi chapter 17. And um, the first part of 1 Nephi chapter 17. So that's the first 17 chapters of Nephi. And... Um, First Nephi. There's four Nephi books. Um, and I tell you what, it, it's interesting. It's it's a good book. Plenty of life lessons. If you listen to how it's actually worried in the Book of Mormon, there's plenty of lessons uh, being taught when he says, like, uh, I'll give you a for instance. Um, let me pull up the Book of Mormon here. Um... Gospel Library, which is a great app, by the way. You can follow along with everything we do here in the Gospel Library app. Uh, First Nephi chapter, I believe it's chapter one or two. Uh, 
It's probably chapter two. Um, I probably have it highlighted. Still looking for it, guys. I'm sorry. Um, here it is. Um, this is First Nephi chapter three, verse seven. It says, "And it came to pass that I Nephi said unto my father, I will go and do the things which the Lord hath commanded. For I know that the Lord giveth no commandments unto the children of men, save He shall prepare a way for them that they may accomplish the thing which He hath commanded them, or which He commandeth them." Sorry, I got to be specific when I read. You know, got to get the exact um, wording. I know some people are very, very specific about that. And um, if you don't get the exact wording, people just get really frustrated and angry at you and stuff. So, anyways, this guy is good radio. And uh, that's all I got for you for this episode. Uh, that was the first five chapters of Book of Mormon Stories. Uh, join us next episode for the next five chapters as we continue on this journey. Um, through Book of Mormon Stories. Thank you for listening. Chris Weld on God is Good Radio. Thanks for listening. Peace.